DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Boy, well, y'all came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Yes, you are. All I do is read about the Breakfast Club. Really? Every morning. That's good. You guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on the Breakfast Club today? Get, get your ass up. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. All right, it's time for Get It Off Your Chest. And let me shout out to uh, everybody out there that, that rocks with me and my wife, Gia. Now, you know, every year we do 12 Days of Christmas. Every year we do 12 Days of Christmas. And if you don't know 12 Days of Christmas, I started this uh, tradition early on where every day I would get my wife something for Christmas. It, it started with something small, whether a letter, a picture, something like, uh, you know, something from the first restaurant that we ever went to, which was Tony Roma's or something like that. And then it became, when I started making more money, the gift started getting a little better. Uh, this year we're not doing 12 Days of Christmas. And... The reason for it is it just doesn't feel right. With everything that's going on in the world, everything that's going on, it doesn't feel right to purchase my wife something every day for Christmas. It just, it, just, it, it doesn't feel, it doesn't sit well with us. So what we're doing is we're actually giving back for 12 days of Christmas. So we're taking 12 families and, because people, people are struggling. They, they lost their jobs. They've been furloughed. You know, they're praying for, you know, that they can get their kids toys for Christmas. Or they're praying that they can have food for Christmas. Or they're praying that they can have clothes and, and help with a lot of other things. So instead of buying 12 days of Christmas and paying for 12 days of Christmas, what we're doing is doing 12 days of giving back where we're going to take, you know, different families and, and help them out, you know? So if people, I know so many people are asking, when does it start? No, we're not doing it this year. I, I think this is better. I just, it just feels better. You know, it, it, it just honestly does. So um, just, just hit uh, Gia's DM and my DM and you can hit uh, our email if you listen to the podcast and we just want to help families out. I mean, we, we've been blessed. We've been uh, it's been tough during the pandemic, but we are right. We, we've been okay. So if we can help people, I think we prefer to help people and to do the 12 days of Christmas this year. All right? Dope. Now let's let's uh, continue on. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, good morning. This is Jay from Brooklyn. Jay from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Chest, What's bro? happening, King? It was good, it was good. I want to say congratulations to you guys on 10 years strong. I'm hang here. Thank you, brother. Oh, thank one, you, brother. One of my favorite moments was uh, the Ray J call. Classic. That was a classic call. Yeah, before iHeart Radio, you had to get an app on iPhone just to be able to hear you guys. You're a liar. You're a liar. You've always been a liar. You've always been iHeart Radio, sir. I guess he means the app. From, from day one, we had the iHeart Radio app. First day on the air. Yes. First day on the air, we had the iHeart Radio app. Well, I Absolutely. guess you're a liar. You're a liar. You'll always be a liar. Well, it wasn't free. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's always been free. It's always been free it's now. It's free now. Telling you. It was, a, it was an FM app on an iPhone. Boy, only, was only a black person will tell you what's going on in your house. I'm oh telling goodness. you. My goodness. I know what goes on in your house. From day one, the iHeartRadio app has been free. From day one, when we started December 6, 2010, we had the iHeartRadio app. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra. Why are you upset? What's the matter? Get it off your chest. I have been working COVID since March. From March till July. You've had COVID from March to July? No, I'm a nurse. I work with COVID patients from March till July. 
for some reason, this time, I'm positive COVID. Oh, you tested positive I've for always, COVID. I'm sorry to hear that. I've always worn masks when I see my patients. I sanitize. I do everything right. I don't know how I ended up with COVID. My goodness. How are you feeling? I'm, I feel fine. I had a fever that I couldn't break, and I thought it was weird because I get sick. So I went and did a rapid test, and it came back positive. Damn. You got a lot of symptoms now? No. All I have is a fever I cannot break. That's it. Nothing else. Well, okay. listen, I'm wishing, I'm wishing you the best. I'm sending you some healing energy, you know? And, and, by, and like I told, I said earlier, I, like sometimes it's not about good or bad. It's just part of the process. You know, you, you did everything you were supposed to do not to get it, and you still got it. So it and is what it I is. And then I got it. You're right. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Mama. Yeah. Just well, quarantine for, for, the, for the 10 to 14 days, and hopefully everything is okay. We'll pray for you, all right? Thank you so much, my love. You have a good one. Hello, who's this? This is Reggie. Reggie, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, man, I just want to let you guys all know how blessed I am feeling today. A couple years ago, I was doing all wrong. Everything wrong, nothing right. Mm -hmm. I asked the Lord to help me, and he took me out of it. He got me into truck driving. This is G-Reds. This is my horn. There you go. All right. Uh, I just leave it. I just left Dodge City. I'm heading down to Georgia. Uh, I've been to... I've seen places that I wouldn't have never thought I could go. You know, New York, Washington, Florida, California, all the states in between. If people don't think that God will help you if you ask him, they need to come and ask me because uh, he got me out of it. And I'm feeling so blessed and I am just so happy. I want to say hi to everybody down in Tucson, Arizona. And I also want to tell my mom, she, she would have been 73 years today. Uh, Happy birthday, Bubba. Damn, congratulations, King. Yeah, Keep your head up, my brother. Absolutely, brother. Sending you positive energy, love, and light today, my brother. Rest Damn. in peace to your mother. Absolutely. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Calvin from Trenton, New Jersey. What's up? Andy Charlemagne. Angelo Lee, how y'all doing? Good, Congratulations, Charlemagne. Thank you, King. Calvin, what's up? Get it off yeah. your chest, brother. Yeah, real quick. First of all, let me give y'all all the props, man. Hands down. Y'all doing y'all thing. I salute everything y'all doing. Keep up the good work, man. Keep it keep it moving. Real quick, Envy. I'm just, me and my wife been looking for a house. Um, not trying to be ignorant, but we don't have much. We only have like fifteen thousand saved up right now. But I don't know the right channels, the right grants I can get so I won't get railroad or I won't get, I don't know, for lack of a better word, bamboozled. So best thing I could have done since I've been listening was trying to get you to help me see what I can do to get this thing moving. Have you found a property yet? And how's your credit? We actually, my wife's credit is like high, like 770, 760. Mine's is like only, well, my FICO score is 701, 706, and 698. All right, I'm going to put you with my guy, Matt, because as long as your credit score is, is that high, you can get an FHA loan, which allows you to put between 3 and 3.5% 3 down. So depending on the price of the house, for instance, if it's a $300,000 house, I don't know how much money you have. You might have to put ten to 15000 and there's a, a bunch of grants out there that that help you out a lot of times and even help you with the closing costs. I don't know well, them personally. We have, but I'll, we I, have, have 15000 but we could, I could come up with an additional five if I needed to. Okay, well, you, you got enough. It just depends on what what size and how much you want to spend on the property. So let's say in, in a property yeah. between two fifty and three hundred, you're gonna be looking to put down about fifteen grand. 
A little maybe, maybe a little more. Oh, we got that. Okay. Well, now you just got to find a property. You want to stay in Trenton? You want to move up here closer to the city? Wait, 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 actually, we living in, I want to, uh, actually, a little bit in my area, Metro Mercer County area. I don't mind Lawrence Township, Princeton, Pemberton, stuff like that. I don't want to go too far up north because I drive trucks. I got you. And I want to make sure I'm close to, I don't want to do that regional work to not be a father to my children. I got you. Well, uh, hold on. Stay on the line. I'll put you with my guy, Matt, and, and hopefully he can help you out. Matt has been... He's been doing a, a, a lot for a lot of people these last couple of weeks, so I, I don't know how, how what his schedule looks like, but I'll I see if I can get you in there, brother. Good looking. All right, hold on, okay? Urgent. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? There's no name right here. No name. Is that your way of saying you're anonymous? Or you're a rapper? Yeah, that's the name. Yeah. There's already a rapper named name. No Name. She's a young lady, too. Okay. Oh, stop it. That's the stop that's it, a fact. Ain't you a rapper? Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Spit, brother. All right. All right. What you mean, dog? You ain't never cooked, Ross. What you mean, dog? You ain't never hit the block. What you mean, dog? You ain't never had a block. You ain't never seen a nigga get shot. What the look? That's not a bad hook. For real. I used to look around for the Stop lying. You're a liar. You're a liar. You've always been a liar. You've never shot a gun in your life. All right? You never sold any dope. Stop it. You're... Which is all good thing, by the way. You can Yo, tell a New Yorker DJ from Envy, Envy Man. Yo, shout out to DJ Envy, man. Yo, DJ Envy actually played the song I requested yesterday, man. Yo, what song was that? Yo, thanks to that for that. What happened? Oh, what? Jiggle What? Yeah, Jiggle What, Jiggle Who, man. That was like the first joint at the top of the People's Choice list. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, mad surprised. That's dope. <laughs> I'm glad he finally played a request for somebody after 10 years I know, right? of doing I'm something called the People's Choice Mix. I'll play it for you now. You still you. issue me. I'm glad you... I played it for you, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. I, I really just want to tell you I really did appreciate that, man. And uh, shout out to Angel E. I'm glad you're back in the studio because, you know, we tired of, like, uh, you know, you going in and out or whatever. Come to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready for no out. <laughs> get it off That's your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Friends yes, in the room. Indeed. D.L. Hughley, welcome, sir. Hey, man, I'm glad y'all still made it. I'm glad y'all all right. <laughs> we all right, we right? Haven't left, <laughs> we, we haven't left the house. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I go to work and I come back because so, we're doing the TV show and the radio show. So I'm the only dude I know that would build a set during the middle of a coronavirus. But, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we go to work every day. I now, of course, even though I work with my daughter, I haven't hugged her in three weeks, three months. But, you know, other than really? things normal. No. What, 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 what precautions do you take? You put a mask on? Yeah, a mask, gloves, the whole thing. Except when I'm broadcasting, then I then I don't. But other than that, or when we when we're shooting, other than that, we uh we just kind of. I think uh I just I, I'm really sad because even though you see the deaths going up, um this drive to get, and I understand it because you ultimately your your answer can't just be everybody stay home, mm-hmm. but um it's just sad that the fact that. It's the people who are dying that the Amer- the American population are not uncomfortable with. Old people, black, black people, and black people, poor people. Yeah, they don't. I mean, you know what? The one thing we'll never run out of is poor black people or poor brown people. So I figure they figure we're expendable. You know, it's crazy, deal. We had the same thought because I said that uh, I saw you post this on Instagram, and it literally, like, I, I might have posted it seconds after, but I said, uh, you know, America's economy is an omelet, and 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 poor people and black people and brown people are eggs. And they don't mind breaking a few eggs to make that goddamn omelet. 
the, the one thing they'll never run out of is poor black and brown people. That's the one thing we have. And old people, like if you look at who's, who's coming down with the diseases, primarily people in prison, uh, people who work in meatpacking plants or in close proximity, old people, uh, and, and black and brown people. And America's like, man, why should I not have a mall open because the, the undesirable, the people that we have to figure out where to warehouse are, are dying. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really America's real life uh, uh, nature selection of, uh, of the purge. Mm. Yeah. Tia, who, who do you trust and who do you listen to when it comes to what's going on during this pandemic? Because I was uh, watching your show and I was t- watching you talk about Dr. Fauci and talk about Donald Trump. And basically, Dr. Fauci is a co-defendant, right, for, for Donald Trump because he's he not stepping in. Mm-hmm. He has to be. Ultimately, this, you know the kind of people who listen to that man. And he needs to be challenged directly. And I think when a, when a man like that tells you that, di- well, first off, I didn't mind him saying, um, um, you know, them ingesting disinfectants because the Trump admit bleach is perfect for the Trump uh, people, the Trump supporters, because it works great on white and it's hell on color. So it's the. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and then tried to correct as opposed to doing it right there. The oath he took was not to an administration. The oath he took was to, to do no harm. And he does harm when he sits there and he lets those things happen. And what he, what he wanted to avoid was him uh, being silent, and he has been. And I think it's just cowardice. I think you're a doctor. Anytime somebody... What, what happened to the, uh, the, the, the other disease that he touted, um, the other uh, drug that he touted? If people, Hydro- if, hydrocodiquin or whatever that's hydroxychloroquine. 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 If you if you spend the last few, few weeks listening to the, listening to the president, look how many people would be dead. Like literally, just listening to him. So you can't mm-hmm. be the greatest nation in the world when you can't listen to your leader when they go, "No, right. don't listen to him." And you yeah. sit there and say it, and you and you and you're an accomplice. You just let it happen. It's it's, it's insane to me, and I think that. Uh, it, he has been able to manipulate, uh, you know, senators and congressmen and now the medical establishment. And I think it's to America's detriment. All right, we have more with D.L. Hughley. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy holidays. You're listening to the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with D.L. Hughley. Now, D.L., have you seen the uh, Jordan documentary, Last Dance? And how do you think about the, the fact that he is around his team? And are you like that around your team? I think I think that his single-mindedness was something that we all, and I, yeah, and I ultimately, I think that everybody embodies some of that. But what I, I think that Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan primarily because of his great work ethic. But it, I don't think we'd have he would have been beloved in the social media era. Like when we know everything about you, when we yeah, know what you yeah. did, we know what you said. Uh, part part of any measure of greatness is what you're up against, and what he right. was up against was not the backdrop of social media. So I think what he did in terms of his single mindedness, but I thought what he did to Scotty Pippen was bullshit. And if if we knew, like if then if you do a, your teammate a supposed ace like that, where you're not supportive of him, you people would have a different estimation of that. They'd be like, hey, hey nigga, you are, that's out of pocket. So I think he was a great athlete, and I think that you have to have. He was a great athlete, a less desirable human being to me. I thought he was. I didn't like. I think that I didn't like how they was tiptoeing around race. 
on, on the episode when they was talking about why they was attacking Michael Jordan. Like, y'all know good or well, he they wasn't care about no gambling. That was a powerful black man. That's what they do to you. They tear you down. <laughs> right. Right. But but you can't expect people to involve that when that's never been your conversation, man. Like, he also yeah. wants to say Republicans buy tennis. You have to, like, if you want somebody to get your back, you got to get there sometime, too. You got to have, right. you got to be involved in the struggles that matter to other people so they'll be involved in your struggles. You can't just, everything can't be about you. And I think that that's what's going on. But I, I tell you what, I, I've been watching spectacular documentaries. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been with the John Coltrane and, and then Lee Morgan. It is some dope thing. And I watched Tiger King. Let me tell you something. When I learned from that, <laughs> you... If you pet a tiger long enough, eventually you don't want to f- a dude. That's what I've learned. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you got from that? <laughs> I threw out my Detroit Tigers hat. Are you f***ing what I can't have? <laughs> oh. oh man, DL, you are crazy, man. I was going, you know, what I was going to say to you, DL. I was going to say, oh, what are you going to do without stand up for the next few months? How are you going to stay it's, sharp? It's dip- well, you know, I get to do the radio every day, but this this yeah. literally right itself. Like I went, I watched this. This is a, I was watching oh, Jerome boy. Adams, who was another like that whole Surgeon General dude. Because the one mm-hmm. thing that I hate is every time something happens, even though the national pan, international pandemic raging every time something happens to black people it's always our fault like it's mm-hmm. our fault mm-hmm. like everybody else is dying but you exactly yourself right when that dude said it's not drinking smoking and alcohol i'm like well you can't make me stay home and tell me i can't drink and smoke and do drugs. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you can, but it's, it's, but it's been hard to but i'm learning look i baked cookies last night you did Regular cookies or weed cookies? I've been cooking for my old lady. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So when is the last time you've been home for this long of a period of time, DL? Never. I just tell her that last night. I'm like, I'm waking up with the same woman? What kind of thing is this? Who does Stop it, stop it, stop it. You better stop. You won't get your ass in trouble. DL, cut it out. We don't do that. Black men don't cheat. Come on now. Stop now. Now, when they open the world back up. I know she's sick of you, DL. Well, definitely thank you for checking in. We appreciate it. And if if we learned one thing from you today, we learned... Get rid of all your Detroit Tiger gear and hats yeah. and everything. That's that's one thing. We- <laughs> Don't pet no goddamn tigers, bro. Let me tell you something. It's a bumper <laughs> Pet a tiger, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, it's the same thing. I can't. See, I can't. You go, you go too far. Hey, no, he, he got. Hey, he got a point though. Because after Mike Tyson, remember when Mike Tyson had that white tiger? Shortly yeah. after that, he made that statement. He said, I'll f*** you till you love me. He told us he said that to another there man. Go. There you go. I, just told, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think we should leave right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike Tyson, he said it. That's a um, relationship. <laughs> and, D, make sure you give our love to Jasmine. And shout out to your hairline, by the way. Your hairline is amazing. Yeah, you see it. Yeah. Tell Charlamagne <laughs> to take his hat off. Tell Charlamagne to take his hat off. I'll take mine off. Tell Charlamagne to take your hat off, bro. Take your hat off, Charlamagne. Hey, I don't, fo- I don't follow the crowd. <laughs> Now that is your hair. Your, <laughs> your All right. It's the Breakfast Club. It's DL Hughley. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Keep the Breakfast Club humble with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Me, I'm on.
morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander The Breakfast Club. All right, this is where we open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051, and let you slander us. Slander me, slander Yee, slander Charlemagne. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Ruby. Ruby, who you want to slander this morning? Um, I kind of want to slander Charlemagne, but then again, I want to kind of um holler at him. I'm right, I'm right here, boo. What you need? What you need? You want to slander him? Which one? You can do both, boo. I want to slander him because he thinks he know everything. Like, give people a chance to talk when you think when you know that you're right. Just be right. It's kind of like uh knowing you right and don't say nothing. But on the other flip side, <laughs> you sexy as hell. Hey. Like, oh my God. No. Two things no, can mama, be true. No, ma- mama, no. Two things mama, can no. be true. Nope, nope. It's only hey, slander. It's only slander, mama. What you like about me, though? <laughs> hey. Sound like she wants you to be her <laughs> girlfriend, too. Hey. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't be hanging up on people when they telling me I'm sexy for real. Hello. Okay, for real. Ruben. Yo. Who you want to slander, bro? Uh, your bald head by her. Damn. I, which one? I'm which the one. Which, uh, which, which one? Charlamagne and Envy, sir. Yeah, which one? Charlamagne, not, not Envy. Oh, okay. How are you, sir? Good morning. Yeah, what's going on? I'm talking about, I'm, you know, slandering your punk behind because um, you talking about my daughter's a fact when you did that A Boogie uh, interview where nobody really knew the whole story and he already knew what it was. But you what, sat there and asked that what man. What A Boogie interview? Not. Yeah, when he first started. I have no. first had him up on the Breakfast Club. Who's your daughter? You only had A Boogie up here once, I think. What did what, what he say about, what do what, what he allegedly say about your daughter? He, he called my daughter a thot. Who is your daughter? I don't know your daughter, sir. It, ex-girl, the one that he, he made his first album over that you asked him about. Oh. Did your did his music uh, portray her as a thought? No, it's your question that you portrayed her as a f***ing thought. Excuse my language, I'm so sorry. What, what, what was the exact question, sir? You asked him what was she, a thought or anything, and both of y'all just laughed about the situation, like my daughter's some type of thought out there, and she's not. Well, that's why you asked the question. The question is, was she a thought or somebody that you actually liked? Uh, actually, the boy is still in love with her, and the boy is still hitting oh her up, gosh. but you shouldn't be talking about nobody's daughter when they do, do. A lot of daughters out here got fathers. Sir, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I asked the question. Now, I know you don't, but don't worry about it. You be good. You want to fight? <laughs> no comment. Okay, all right. <laughs> he did say something that was true. What? Every daughter has a father out here. Yeah, he but if I'm asking a question, if I say to A Boogie, was that somebody you loved or was she a thought to you? Right, let's go to one more. You don't know how to answer that question? I don't even remember the question. Me neither. I'm pretty sure that's what the question was. Though. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up? Spectre, who you want to slander, man? Yo, you, Envy. That's what I want to slander, man. You my man, 50 grand. You know what I'm saying? I remember you back in the day when you was on your star DJ, man. But damn, my dude, DJ B, I'm tired of hearing the same music all the damn time, man. You got Smith & Wesson out here with a new record that's fire, and I ain't hear nobody playing it. What record you want to hear? Let go. I want to hear that Smith & Wesson, let it go. Let's go, man. Smith & Wesson? Yes. Salute to Smith & Wesson, man. Boot camp click. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it for all the guys that wear man. denim jean shorts with Timberlands in the summer here in New York. You feel you me? Know. You already know. <laughs> yeah, yo. The ones that still walk around with the razor blades under their tongue. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. Yeah, all right. Come on, I got you. That's what I need, son. Uh, we, right. oh, we got you. Got we you. got you, son. Don't even worry about Goodness it. You know gracious. what I'm saying? I call my brother's son because he shine like one. Karen, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Karen? Who you want to slander? 
I want to stand up both you and Charlemagne. Charlemagne, you're bleaching more than Michael Jackson ever friggin' did. I don't want to hear it. You a black spasm cannonball. My now goodness. you're like pecan diarrhea brown. I don't get that. Hold oh, like on, oh, I will gosh. take that pecan like diarrhea brown compliment, goddamn. I like this. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? And you, DJ Ever, you always talking about friggin' hip hop. You know what? Okay, every time I play something, when I come in, I play something for you, and you say, do hip hop. Here's some friggin' hip hop for your ass. Is that enough? Is that enough hip hop for you this morning? Wasn't enough hip hop. You should have beatboxed with front, it. Man. That was talented. I can do a bunch more, but you don't deserve it. Ooh, wow. Okay. You got you to gotta lay off. You, you know you? You're perfect. Well, thank you. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. You know what? You're the like you're the like the panther tamer of that circus. Oh, you are, oh now we a circus. Now we a bunch yeah, of. She call you a panther? Just no, 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 actually, you give me a lot of joy, but I just like slamming you. All right, thank you, baby. We give her a lot of joy. That's I good. appreciate me and my pecan Bye. diarrhea brown skin. Appreciate <laughs> pecan you. Pecan diarrhea. May, April, May, 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 May. That's my name. May, May, April. That's an insult. Dang. My Your name bad, is May, May. May, it's M-A-I-N, M-A-I-N. Oh, my bad. Oh, main, main. Main, main. Charlemagne, what's with this eyeliner every morning, man? <laughs> I don't wear no eyeliner. You wear eyeliner? He's got yeah. permanent eyeliner. I see it. I see it, bro, with some uh, with some shiny lip gloss and some eyeliner, and you got your eyebrows even puffed. Right? Man, y'all be, yeah, morning, y'all be bigging up God's work so morning, beautifully, bro. man. I see it every morning, bro. Listen, my mama just gave me a 60-some-inch uh, flat-screen HD TV, <laughs> and then popped it all out your face. Hey. Popped it all out your How old are you, brother? Guess how many inches I can give you. Hey, oh, I'm f***ing <laughs> <laughs> What you wow. giggling for? He didn't decline. Why'd that turn you on? He didn't on? decline. Why you start giggling? Uh, bro, because y'all was stupid. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> y'all was, was not expecting that. That's how it starts. Hey, God bless you. I love y'all, man. I love my family. Y'all stay good. That was it. He just threw him off. He's like, <laughs> he uh, God bless you. I love He's my flustered. family. He <laughs> started <laughs> blushing. He <laughs> started start blushing and got blushed. All you got to do is give the black man some love. That's all. My goodness. I love y'all. I value y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for noticing my pecan, diarrhea, brown skin, there my eyeliner. And I love the fact that they keep saying my lips look very oily. Why is that? Because that lets me know the ancestors have their hands on me. You know what I'm saying? When you see a black person with dull skin, mm. you know, fried hair and no dry I, lips. No eyeliner. The ancestors don't pay them no attention. <laughs> okay. No more. Right. Ancestors are giving up on them. So your lips are popping because you wear lip gloss. My lips are popping because I'm a black man. Okay. It's natural moisture, baby. All right. All right. We got Maxwell on the line. Maxwell, who do you want to slander? <laughs> he can't get in the deep. I want to slander the homie Charlemagne the God. I'm here for you, sir. <laughs> That, no, come on, man. See, that's one of the reasons why I want to stand you, bro. He, oh, he just said he's here for you. And it's ridiculous, man. You're talking about the, the size of this man. Come on, bro. It is ridiculous. I can't take it. I can't take it. Bro. All I said I was Rich Dollars need to act his age and not Safari's penis size. Look, he just said he can't He can't take it. Swagger. Why are you talking about this man Swagger? Out of all the in the English dictionary, you talk about you talking about this man's spider? Come on, man. Yeah, why? We not sure what Safari's shoe size is, but we've seen his penis, right? We, oh, we have. We, you. you. Don't say we. Don't bring me into your. You, you ain't. You, hold on. You ain't seen his nudes. Come on, man. Come Did on, just be honest. Be honest answer. with me. Between us, you ain't. About six nine. I have been so disappointed in you. So disappointed. All right, thank you, Maxwell. I'm sorry, my brother. I'm going to try to do better. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is back. Back, 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 back. Bring it back.
with our best of interviews. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest or some special guests on the line. Hey, we got the City Girls. What's up? Good morning, JT and Young Miami. What's happening? Good morning, Hey, let me tell y'all something. Coronavirus f***ed up a lot of summers, but I promise it really f***ed up City Girls summer because that City on Lock album is hard. Yes, thank you. It did. It did. Are y'all disappointed about how the album came out? Hell yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's like, we was waiting on this moment for so long, and when it got leaked, and when it came out like that, and we been was trying to put it out, but everything, every time we try to think that we got a date for it, the label and everything will be like it's not the right time because we had got hit with COVID. We never was able to perform and build a momentum, you know, like back how it needed to be because everything ended up getting canceled. So we tried to find a proper rollout for it. And then once we got to the point of thinking that we had a proper rollout, you know, all the Black Lives Matter movement came out. So we couldn't even start the rollout then. And then when we finally thought that we was going to find another date, we woke up one day and I just heard like a snippet of pussy talk. And I'm like, did somebody, you know, like just put it out there for a promo? And then the next thing you know, I just seen a Dropbox. And I'm Twitter active. So that's how I seen it. Nobody else didn't see it. And I was going crazy. So they had to, we found out like 11 o'clock that morning. We had to put jobs out the video by 9 o'clock and put out the album by Saturday morning, which was Friday night at noon. And y'all didn't even get a full week of sales. It was only like three, four days because y'all had to put the album out so fast, right? Yeah, we didn't get a full week of sales. We didn't get a rollout. We couldn't sell like no bundles, no merch. We just had to sell pure sales. Like that was it. So it was just like a fucked up situation. And you know how the internet is. So it made it look crazy. How do albums get leaked in 2020? I don't know. Questions we need answers to. Damn. Uh, regardless of how everything happened, Congratulations on a fun-ass, dope-ass album, you know, regardless. I mean, I get it that, you know, sometimes life don't happen the way we want it to. But, you know, I was looking at, for both of you, you guys have both been through a lot in these past couple of years. So just to see the success that y'all have had, I think that's amazing. And I think the album is dope. So, you know, I think also while we home during coronavirus, it's a good time to have some fun music to listen to because sometimes things are so heavy that you, like, I just want to turn up a little bit. Yeah, also, it's a bad thing because, you know, our music is kind of like for the clubs. Our music, music is for the clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Our music is for the clubs. Like, my, our music is not really for the living room. It's not. It's <laughs> when I'm feeling myself, I get inside my car and I turn on talk after I get my makeup done. And it's just that. And I'm on my way because I live, out of, I don't live in Miami no more. So where I live is open. So when I do go my little places and all, and I hear our song, it go up. Like, it's just, like, good in the club. But we don't make music for the living room. We don't I see y'all moving around in Atlanta a little bit. So I see y'all moving around in Atlanta and some of this. So y'all get a little taste of what, what could possibly be happening a little bit. A little taste. But if the world was open, it would be, like, dominated because it would be, like, we got that. And we would have been able to push it a proper way. It's, it's hard for us to push our music with no content. You know what I'm saying? Like, no proper buildup. It was just, like, just us social media Posted pictures, which nowadays is a gift and a curse. Now, now you keep talking about the talk record. I want to ask you about something that something in that record. You say don't nothing but this cash make this talk. Don't nothing but a bag make this talk. With that said, did your ever just have casual conversation? Shalomay, <laughs> <laughs> you is so funny. You know that? I'm asking a serious question. Like, you is so funny. You is so funny, love. Like my 
talk money. Like I be wanting to talk money. Like I don't want to. I don't want to talk about nothing else. It's like we need to get straight to the point. What's up? Mm-hmm. I'm, I told you this when I came at the first time. I be like, you come out and get Chanel back. Like I be wanting to just talk money. Like I don't be having time for everything else. Like if we go f- each other, that's gonna come. But I just want to know is you can spend money on me first. First and foremost. See, y'all ain't never f- with a broke m- J- J- JT, I think it was JT said, if you go broke, this p- going to be single. You never <laughs> dated a broke man ever? I'm young. So y'all done dated some young boys before. That the way they want me to get out work and stuff. Like, you know? <laughs> y'all made it so hurt because he was a broke for so long. Like, y'all didn't have nothing to talk about. Y'all You can stay your broke ass over there because them are the ones with the worst attitudes. Them, them who ain't got no money. They be confident. They be so confident. Yeah. They be fresh. It, it, it's like, oh my God. Like younger days, them and them broke boys who probably just on their way to the money. But broke boys be the ones that dog you the most, though. You know, Charlamagne used to have sex for Twinkies and fried chicken. Ask him. Fried chicken. For, for, first of all, he not telling the whole story. <laughs> um, he, I was dating a woman. At the time, she was in her 40s, and I was in my late 20s. She used to give me Twinkies, fried chicken, <laughs> and two and to $3,000 every Thank time. Thank you, you no money. Two to okay. 3000 So you had a sugar mama. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. You <laughs> people like you, you got to watch out for. Why? Because <laughs> y'all be looking for the sugar mamas, too. Y'all be trying to talk about the girls. These be looking for help, too. What's wrong <laughs> with that? Y'all got it? Exactly. So what's wrong with us? It's nothing wrong with it. I don't think nothing wrong with it. I just want to know if you know you can have a casual conversation with your every now and then. You know, that's all. <laughs> Do you find that on social media, the people that be mad are the broke guys, really? Like, that don't like the lyrics? They might be the ones that really have a problem? Niggas just got problems, period. If they broke, they rich. It's just an era where they just got problems. They need to dig deep in themselves and figure out what the problem with them, because it ain't us. It's them. That is very true. They just all got problems. I know some rich with problems. Everybody got problems, and they need to dig in themselves. And when they figure out what's their problem, everything else will run smoothly. Like, it ain't us. Does it bother you a lot when, when people break down your lyrics? Like, I see it with, you know, with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion now. I've seen it with you guys before when they break down your lyrics and talk about what you say. And then we talk about it. If you listen to, to the last two decades of music, everybody talks about whether it's guns, it's drugs, it's sex. But it seems like they break down women's versus more. How do y'all feel about that? I feel like men is just threatened about the women kind of dominating right now because they so used to being in control of putting the women on records and now women are starting to team up and do it without them. So it's like now they got so much to say because back then you got to get on a hot song with a man to, you know, go number one or even chart. But now women just doing it themselves. So they're going to always have something to say because I've seen somebody say like the women dominating now and now about to be video um, dancers like it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole different era so it's just like it's just I think it's just like a threat they want to say it's trash it's not good it's about sex 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 but just like we can I can't mainly say I'm gonna go around and shoot up nobody block because I'm not gonna go shoot up nobody block I'm gonna just talk about how good my is or how I feel about myself mm-hmm. how do you respond to people who criticize female rappers who talk about sex and taking advantage of men in that way. I say shut the f up, period. Like just shut up. Like I just be feeling like they want attention. It's like shut up. Like like um Envy just said they've been talking about this for years, for decades. So like why is the problem? 
Yeah, I think they're not used to the uh, the female street side of things. Because like JT just said, it ain't like y'all shooting up blocks and stuff, but y'all got different hustles. Yeah. It's like the streets for us, like the finessing and the scamming and the stripping and the, all of that. That's women's stuff. So it's, a I man probably don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But they the target, so they got to get used to it. Like... <laughs> All right, we got more with the City Girls when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the City Girls. Yee. Young Miami, how is it you watching the documentary and seeing all those amazing moments that you had, you know, just with everything happening? Obviously, you held it down for your bestie while she was locked up. So how is it for you watching that documentary? Um, it's bittersweet, you know, I'd be like, dang, I wish she was here, like, through everything, and then she'd be like, dang, like, you know, I was really doing all this for myself, because I thought that I couldn't do it, people thought that I couldn't do it, do it and I did it, so you be like, dang, you know, like, I really did what I had to do. Sometimes people don't realize how much pressure that is until you watch that, because that was a lot, like, to have, to have to hold it down and really do a great job so that JT could come home to the bag and y'all could continue with what yeah, you had People didn't realize how much pressure that was. Rehearsals, traveling, wardrobe. That's a lot. I know, and I was like emotional. I used to have my mood swings. I used to be crying. Like I went through a lot. Like I remember when um I found out that I had to go back on tour, baby. I cried because nobody knew I was pregnant. And I was like, I don't feel like doing this. Shit. I don't feel like sleeping on my bus. Like I had morning sickness, and it was like, what's wrong with you? Cause like I was backstage, I was up next. I just bust out crying. It was like, what the f- wrong with you? And I'm just like, I ain't in the mood. I don't feel like talking to nobody. Like I don't want to do this. Shit. It was like, why what happened? Everybody was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And I'm just like, it was just a lot. It was just like being sick, you know, like not trying to tell nobody I'm pregnant, but still gotta do what I gotta do. It was just a lot. Con- congratulations on motherhood, though. How, how, how has it changed you? Uh, I feel like it made me strong. Like it, it built me up for everything that I'm going through now. Like I feel like it make you strong. Like it make you a strong individual. Like mothers is so strong; they have to go through a lot. So it's just like it just made me a woman. Like I let nothing get to me. I feel like I'm just so strong. Like it just built me up into a woman. Like I be like, like I see my mom and them, and people go through stuff and they get over it because you got kids. Like you got something to live for. Like I got my kids. I ain't got time for that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my mentality. Like, I got kids. I'm trying to feed my kids. Everything is for my kids. So I'm not really focused on nothing negative. Like, I got kids to feed. This is my job. Like, yeah, man, you, said, you said something in the doc that was dope when you were talking about, you know, when I get to a certain age, I'm not even making this money for me no more. I'm making this money for them to be good. And I, and I love that because, you know, that that's what we need to do as a community to make sure we have generational wealth, that our kids are always good, that we don't necessarily have. So I like, I like to hear that talk in that conversation. Yeah, cause it was like you know before I started rapping, I used to be like stealing this stuff, and that's what my mama used to do. And I felt like I was going down a path like my mama. If I would never started rapping, I would have been like my mama, which is you know like that's what she had to do to feed us. And it's like I don't want that for my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like my mama gave us the best life, but she always had to be in and out of prison. Like I don't want that for my kids. And if I'm gonna work, I would to give my money for my kids. I don't want like not saying that I don't want my kids to work, but I want you know, to like grow up with money, I want to grow up. like, okay, here you can start your business and all that. I don't want to see my kids struggle. Like, I don't, because I know how I feel. Even though I had everything, but I don't want to like, mm-mm. I want my kids to grow up with money. Baby, the baby a year yet? No, she nine months. She'll be ten months on the 12th. So you still breastfeeding? Mm-mm, I ain't breastfeed. It hurt. 
How you save money? I can't do it. I ain't really have no milk like that, and it's it's a process. <laughs> JT, when you when you join in the mommy gang? Mm-mm, never. What you mean never? Don't speak that over your wound. Summer, Jai, Mimi, Janila, I'm good. I'm straight. Chill, I have a baby one day. Okay. Like your own kids. I used to say the same thing. I've never had no kids. Da, da, da. Girl, when she good. get pregnant, it's all for new kids. She <laughs> Now, Jason, what kind of, I know a lot of guys been trying to holler at you since you came home. What kind of man are you looking for? I know your DMs are lit. I ain't gonna lie, my DMs be crazy. Sometimes somebody will DM me, I'm like, what the f***? And then I ignore it, and then I go look inside there no more. Because <laughs> I'll be They you gonna screenshot it or embarrass them or something? No, you know you can uh, send DMs on eight, and, and if you a celebrity, you got a blue check, you know for a fact they see what you wrote because it goes... Like, that be, like, the priority. I think it's, like, primary. It's top request, and it's, like, the uh, all requests. From general, so yeah. It's the general. So if you got a blue check, you going straight to the top request. So they know a bitch done saw their DM, and it's like, okay, I'm going to give you a day. And if the next day you don't reply, it's just like, I'm going to unsend it because now it's, they feel rejected. And they don't, it's like, between me, you don't see. Yeah, like, it be like that, but. Anybody good? It, <laughs> she be fishing. Oh, <laughs> no, anybody good? Um, I already pulled out my DMs, so I'm done. <laughs> you say you already pulled out your DMs? Like I'm just done with my DMs. Like I'm really done with my DMs. Like, but that's, that's, that's the lie you tell the guys. So when you don't reply, their feelings don't get hurt. Yeah, like just just meet me. Like I don't want to get no DMs no more. Just. Me. But you said it's a pandemic. How how people supposed to kick it and holler? They can't. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> what is your ideal guy? Um, besides, you know, a guy with money. What's, what kind of guy are you looking for personality-wise? So people who are listening can hear this. Okay, I like a funny guy. I like you to be in charge. I do not like the person who's not in charge. I love the guy that's in charge. Funny, just like can handle me because I ain't gonna lie, I'm a lot. So you gotta be able to like handle me. If you can't handle me, it won't work. And that's why I usually stick to my person. When I get a person, I always stick with them because the next person be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, I'm not from Beverly Hills, like for real, for real. Like I'm really from the hood. So it's just like a lot of stuff is like, I ain't gonna tolerate it. I'm gonna always, I'm gonna pee that and I'm a sage. So I'm real demanding the control and stuff. You can't handle that, then we ain't gonna work. Is that why you hold on? Is that why you broke up with Lil Uzi, JT? <laughs> I did not. I did not up with him. We never went. What the f is wrong? Why are you blushing? Why are you laughing like that? Why are you blushing, JT? Miami with a straight face. I like it. <laughs> Miami hasn't moved. Miami ain't moved. y'all computer froze the way young Miami. <laughs> Miami didn't move. <laughs> Look like a cutout. She didn't her face look like that at all. I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be. <laughs> no, I didn't break up with nobody, though. That's the whole thing. I didn't break up with nobody. Y'all was never together? He just liked you? <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with him. No, it's not like that. It's like the internet blow up everything. It's the, the internet blow up everything. <laughs> like, we good. I ain't gonna lie. Like, we good. We cool. Okay. I mean, him and cool. 
All right, now let's get into a City Girls mini mix, a couple of their joints. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the City Girls. That was a mini mix. Now, Charlemagne. Now, Miami, you say you got to spend 100 if you really want it flued out. That's what you said on the song, flued out. Dope record with Lil Baby, by the way. Is that $100 or 100000 You know it ain't no damn $100, man. Like, exactly. Every time um, Southside fly me out for my birthday, it be hundred dollars God I get a damn. My house got to be crazy. I want to be on the beach, on the water. You got to bring all my friends when I get down on the yacht. Then my outfits, I want motherfucking bags. I want all types of stuff. So it's like, yeah. Oh, so you talking about, okay, the, so the whole vacay. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I thought it was just on the plane. I was like, damn, can I put you on a commercial flight? No. <laughs> That's her birthday. I'm just saying, period. <laughs> what, do you say, what do you do for his birthday, young Miami? I mean, his birthday is second, mine's the 11th, so we always um, celebrate our birthday together. Okay. So what did you get for him? Oh, I got him for his birthday. Some <laughs> 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 Was he happy or did he want to return that gift? <laughs> he loved it, but I had, I had gave him some money, though. I gave him 50000 Okay, that's beautiful. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you got half it. So why is it okay to give him money but not other brothers? Because... We both got money, and it's like he take good care of me. So you know, sometimes I gotta return the favor. Like I can't just let him do everything for me and not make him feel appreciated because he do like a good job with me and my kids. So it's like I gotta you know make sure he's straight too. I can't just like spend your money on me and you. Like no. When you were stressed out, I seen he was very supportive, always by your side. He had your back. He made sure you was good. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, you good man for most part. I'm not. I'm talking strictly to JT. JT, you know how you gonna get your blessing if you give a broke fifty thousand. You find you a broke man that treats you right. Help that man come up. Southside already got it. So you feel like I need to be the one in the group to go get the broke man <laughs> and go help him out? See, she already got her person, so it's like JT. All right. JT, you uh, might kiss that frog and turn him to a prince, or you might get warts. So you better be yeah. careful either way. Exactly. I'm not looking. I'm not trying to say nobody. Like I'm good. <laughs> Now, let me ask you guys this. Since y'all are best friends since you were young, have you ever not liked somebody the other person dated? I hate everybody. She hate everybody. Anybody who look at me, I hate them. She hates them. It's like, she don't even give them a fair chance. She'd be like, mm, mm, mm. I just, it's just be like, girl, I just don't know what to say at this point because she don't, it's her, she don't give nobody a fair chance. Because once you tell me something, I don't like them. So don't tell me. Don't tell me because I get mad. Like, I take it personally. Like, bitch, don't play with her. But Why don't you hook her up with somebody? I'm sure Southside got some friends. She crazy. That girl crazy. Hell yeah, no. Nah. Uh-uh. Yeah. She knows she can't. She can't. Me and her, like, she need to date over there, and I need to date over here. And we just gonna keep it like that because... Carisha gonna gonna fight the person who I talk to and just be. Carisha, okay. how could you ever want to fight little Uzi? He's such a nice guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the f- is wrong with Charlamagne? When does she want to fight little Uzi? What, what what's this? What am I missing? I ain't never say nothing about him. You ain't never seen me say nothing. I don't even get any names. I don't even say nothing. I don't even. I'm legally blind. I don't see. <laughs> 
Listen, do y'all think people misjudge y'all as women because of the content of your music? Of course. Everybody, every entertainer get misjudged. You will, you will meet an entertainer, and you be like, oh, that person is really cool. Or you will think because somebody talk about this and that, and you will meet them reading the Bible. Like, it's just like entertainment and real life is two separate things. Like, it's so separate to the point that it's somewhat crazy because... A person to think like, oh, she a city girl. She, I'm gonna get put money right here. She gonna put out her things like, and it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Or you a city a girl talk all that can't see you see them in real life. They ain't on it. Like it's just entertainment. Like somewhat I live my rap. Somewhat she live her raps all the way through. Somewhat I live my raps. So it's just like I don't know. It's just like entertainment, real life, real personality, real people. Yeah, because um, Southside had just told me the other day, he was like, man, I ain't never knew you and JT. I think that y'all just like city girls, like the way y'all be dancing, how y'all talk y'all shit. He was like, but I don't even play that, period. Like, you don't even approach me like that. I would go crazy on you. So how do y'all separate the two? Because the older y'all get, the more money y'all make, the more successful you are. You're going to move away from that street lifestyle. So you might not even be on the shit you on now in the future. It's hard for me because, like, I didn't really get the taste of nothing yet. So I'm still, you'll see me, a person will see me somewhere and they'll look, and they'll look again, and they'll be like, that's shit And I'll be like, hey, like, normal. And then I'll be like, damn, I got to stop doing that because I'll go somewhere and I'll be just chilling, like, on some regular stuff. Like, I'll go to Home Depot. I'll go places. And then when a person approach me, I'll be kind of shook and shocked, like, what the you walking up to me for? And it'll be a grown man. Like, one time I was at the gas station, a grown man, like, walked past. He was like, oh, I'm a big fan of yours and all. And I'm like, you're a grown-ass man. Like, what the f*** is you, like, what you got going on? But people really do be fans. Like, like men really be fans. Like, I'll be somewhere and somebody will be like, I'm a fan. And I'll be like, I got to move, like, an artist now. And it's, like, kind of hard because when I got out, the pandemic came. Like, I didn't get the celebrity side of it yet. So I'm still in that mode from 2018 when I went to prison and we was just here. Like, I see nothing. So I just got to move better and understand the game, you know? I think I think dudes with y'all music, I can at least speak for me because, like, my wife works out to it and all my homegirls listen to it. And I see how it makes them feel. And plus the shit just be funny. I like it. She's a bop. She's a bop. Like, you a bop. That's you it. Been, you been a city boy. Like, you been, I ain't gonna lie, you been a city boy. Like, you been rocking with the city girls. And when I used to be in prison, I used to be laughing so much. Because one time, you used to be talking about me so bad. About <laughs> people from Florida. And but they so dumb. They always <laughs> I was so, I was laughing so hard. One morning, one morning you laid me out so bad. Me? Yeah, you was like, I'm the only successful scammer out of Florida. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you was like, everybody in Florida, all they do is scam and go to jail. You, you was like, it's only one person that you can't success to. And it's a scammer. Like, you always land Florida out. You say Florida is just like... It's crazy. Am I lying? Now, you can't what's tell me Florida is not the craziest place I, I want to address you, but what's your issue with Florida? Like, No, I love Florida, but we can we have to acknowledge that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and always Florida. That's a fact. Florida do shit different. I do got one more question for y'all. One last question. When it's that time of the month for either one of y'all, do y'all yell, period? Shut no. Yo, shut <laughs> up, man. Ladies, no. we no. thank no. y'all for joining us. The City Girls, make sure you check out their new album. Also, the uh, documentaries on YouTube right now. And thank you guys for joining us.
Thank you, JT. Thank you, Miami. City Girls, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it under Charlemagne. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yes, yeah, the Breakfast Club, bitch. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes. Donkey of the Day uh, goes to Mr. Terry Crews. Terry, whatever you're doing, King, it's simply not it. Now, this all started after Terry Crews was on an interview with Third Hour of Today, and he was asked about Gabrielle Union's reported allegations of racial insensitivity and a toxic culture at the show America's Got Talent. Now, keep in mind, before I play you what he said, when, when, when Terry Crews was out here alleging that he got fondled by an agent in Hollywood. Gabrielle Union actually had his back. In fact, her statement back in 2017 via tweet was, Terry Crews is a stand-up guy, literally one of the nicest people in our industry. He is honest, kind, and a true professional. I believe him and stand by him. Hashtag me too. Now, I am not the kind of person that expects me from other people. So if I was Gabrielle and I said that about Terry, I wouldn't expect him to have my back if I was uh, in that situation. It would be nice, but not expected, simply because I don't do and say things because I want people to do the same for me, okay? That way you won't be disappointed when people like Terry Crews don't return the favor because that's exactly what happened when Terry Crews was on third hour today. This was his response when asked about Gabrielle's allegations of racial insensitivity and a toxic culture at the show. First of all, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments. That was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. When you look at what the allegations are about, it was given by an unnamed source. Uh, my thing is, you know, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife. My wife said, well, if she hasn't made a statement, why would you? Yeah. And I said, okay. you know what? I'm going to listen to her. Now, this is what happens when a person is trying to protect their job as opposed to protecting a sister who actually came to his defense, which... Terry isn't entitled to do. Now, look, you could easily say that wasn't your experience at AGT. But what you can also say is that doesn't mean it wasn't Gabrielle's experience. In fact, you could have copy and pasted what Gabrielle said damn near word for word. Just change all the male pronouns to female pronouns and keep it moving. You could have literally said exactly what she said about you on TV. But you're not going to do that because you don't want to mess up that future AGT check or future opportunities with NBC or the production company behind AGT. Who knows? You're just trying to protect your interests and undermine Gabrielle's. That much is obvious. But once again, don't expect you from other people. If that's how Terry moves, that's on him. Now, Gabrielle replied to Terry and tweeted out, truth telling, uh, wanting change and having multiple witnesses who bravely came forward to let everyone know I didn't lie or exaggerate really exposes those who enthusiastically will throw you under the bus for getting quickly who stepped up for their truth. Great statement, but once again, no need to remind Terry you stepped up for his truth because what you shouldn't expect <laughs> is you from other people. What other people do has nothing to do with you. Don't take offense, don't take it personal because what other people do and say about you has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. And Terry proved that when he tweeted out, I'm a hog, you're a chicken. Just because you gave me eggs don't mean I owe you bacon. Ancient Flint, Michigan proverb. That makes zero sense. Okay, because there has never been a hog in the history of life who has offered up bacon. 
All right? Hogs get slaughtered, King. And that's exactly what is happening to all your goodwill that you have built up for the past couple of years, Terry. Uh, by coming out and telling your story, that was an honest moment. But now, that's getting slaughtered, okay? Then Terry doubled down and tweeted out, there's only one woman on earth I have to please. And this is why he's getting donkey today. day. There's only one woman on earth I have to please. Her name is Rebecca. That's his wife. Not my mother, my sister, my daughter's our co-workers, I will let their husbands, boyfriends, partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. No, my brother. That's not it, King. That's not how any of this works. Now, I'm not going to judge you based on how you choose to live your life, uh, what, what women you choose to please. But I'm lying. I am judging you. Okay? I don't know the relationship between you, your mother, your sister, or co-workers. That I can overstand because people's relationships with their families are complicated. So I'm not mad at that. Okay? I, I overstand that situation. But your daughter's King? Come on, man. What father does not want to please their daughters, all right? My job as a father is to protect and provide for my wife and daughters, period. Do you feel the same way, Envy? Absolutely. Yes. Your daughter may have a husband, a boyfriend, a partner, but there is nothing like the love of daddy. All right, what's that saying? Uh, uh, daddy, a son's first hero, a daughter's first love. That's what we are to our daughters, all right? Fathers have a tremendous ability to influence the lives of their daughters, either positively or negatively. How a father treats his daughter will shape how she views herself and how she expects to be treated by other men for the rest of her life. So I hope, since you don't care about pleasing your daughters, I hope she expects more from the men she chooses to be with, okay? Now, I don't have anything more to say about this because I feel like a, a woman, in particular a black woman, should be speaking to you and on the real, a woman who I love, who I cherish, who I will always have her back right or wrong, uh, Amanda Seals summed this up perfectly. It is so easy to support black women. It is so easy. It can be done so effortlessly. So when you see examples of someone giving their energy to be to be obstructive, you wonder why they would make that choice. Yeah. Why is it not instilled in him to protect this woman? She protected him when he was in another adverse situation. She put her voice out there. And I think I speak for a lot of sisters when I say, it's part of the bigger conversation of black women earnestly wanting the support from our brothers when we are speaking out and speaking up. And there really should just be a code because so many sisters feel like so often we're on code and our brothers aren't. Seeing this scenario play out in a different way because in Hollywood, black women really are not regarded um, really would have just been so much more uplifting. Please give Terry Crews the biggest y'all. All right, well, thank you for that dog here today. Yes, ma'am. Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is back. Back, 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 back. Bring it back. With our best of interviews. They said it never would happen. That's right. A repeat donkey of the day offender. <laughs> right? Kanye Kardashian is in the building. Oh, man. <laughs> don't, don't Kanye West that. is here. What's up? I remember you yeah. from being outside the studio trying to get people to hear you rap. You was a great <laughs> producer, but nobody believed you as a rapper. But And then it seems like you got to a point where everybody's loving the way that you rap. Now you just seem like you're more frustrated. Do you like? Do you not like the reception Jesus has gotten? Because I, yeah. I, I didn't like the album at all. And I was a Kanye West fan. Yeah. But Jesus was whack to me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But so it, what were you saying? I was, I was asking about the, the whole <laughs> Jesus. Like, why, what makes yeah. you so frustrated? Yeah, it's not about Jesus. It's about Michael Jackson 
was told he couldn't play videos on MTV because he was considered to be an urban artist. Right. So soon as I started talking about clothing, everybody's going to talk about urban clothing line. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is, like, it's 1,460-something billionaires. There's only seven black ones, and we know some of the most famous ones, mm-hmm. stuff like Oprah whatever. So, you know, in order to really impact and be in a position of power at this point you got to be a billionaire it ain't about being like you know a superstar i don't know nobody that like sells a lot of like records and gets a lot of radio spins that's actually a billionaire either mm-hmm. we get into so so much of like you know arguing with each other that we're not looking at the main thing but what i did with Jesus is i took the you know the power into my own hand i wanted to remove you know the hits from it i wanted mm-hmm. to remove the chorus is of course blood on the leaves and bound it's got a chorus you know i like resolve the album and let everybody know it's all good at the end of it but it's not all good you know but in fashion or whatever or you know product design they try to marginalize us and say we can only have an urban clothing line or we can only do this and of course we're gonna have an urban clothing line we're gonna wear it to death and then it's gone now meanwhile ralph Lauren can build his story up you know what i'm saying show his family but you know i'm showing my family and i think actually i have a love-hate relationship with the paparazzi but actually i love them because they empowering us they right. empowering us over you know a Graydon carter or a vanity fair that want to say you know kate upton is marilyn monroe kate upton ain't marilyn monroe kim marilyn monroe you know that she was controversial she controversial this is a reality i'm living inside of a dream world to me don't nothing matter to me except for the people and the way i can affect them i almost lost my life I lost my mama. I went from like, you know, Jay-Z being my idol, still is my idol, to him being across the stage on me. So I, I know that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And I know when they hold me down. My BS meter is at an all-time high. Yeah, you but what you accomplished oh. so much. What what yeah. what like what's, say, what's so man, you gotta let, They want to hear him talk, man. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They just no, no, what they're waiting for. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these no, no, gloves no, no. and go at you. I'm not so trying to throw blows, but this is what I want to do. Let's go. Like to me, it seems like you're such a walking contradiction because you'll denounce the corporations, yeah. but then you'll get on stage and say you need Nike and Adidas to back you. That makes no sense to me. 100%. But how? How can you denounce the corporations and say F the corporations and say you feel like a slave, but then ask the companies to back you? And ain't that I feel like a slave? We are mentally enslaved. We enslaved to brands. We enslaved to like a bin symbol. We enslaved to chains. A woman is enslaved to the concept of diamonds are a girl's best friend. Like girls in London don't even wear engagement ring. That's all been programmed to us. When we born, we born artists. We born free, and then we held down by society's perception of us. We just don't want to be embarrassed. And I took the opportunity to look as stupid as possible. I'm saying, when I was in Chicago and watched the throne, I was going to change my outfit to some normal leather pants and stuff. And they tailored it. One was too tight. Then the next one ripped on me. And I felt like God was like, nah, man, you can't be scared in Chicago because there's a bunch of gangsters and that's where you grew up. I want you to wear that kilt in Chicago. I want you to release that fear. I want you to show as an artist that you could create to the highest level. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, what that got yeah. to do with you denouncing corporations but then still asking corporations to be in business with you? That's where the contradiction yeah, comes the, in. That's I'm where not, you're I'm not denouncing the corporation. I'm denouncing the people that have the job at the corporation at that time. Because, you know, when I wanted to get my deal, it was A&Rs that don't work there no more telling me how I needed to work with another rapper or how I wasn't a rapper and blah, blah. And now it's people that's at the corporations. They 
they got the ability and the facilities that if I put my genius to it, that I can affect culture in a higher way the way I affected people when I made them Louis. Right. And I affected people when I made them Yeezys. So I ain't going at Nike as a corporation. I'm going at the people that's running the corporation. And I'm saying, I'm going to hit you in the chest until you listen to me. Because you feel like you ain't got to take no meeting with me. So I'm going to turn up and I'm going to show you what we are. We World War Z. We're going to run over that mountain until you listen to me. Because I'm influential. <clears throat> the reason why I'm influential, same reason why you want me to come to your show or you want me to wear your product, is the same reason why you got to involve me and you got to cut me in. Because people have a negotiation when I was negotiating with Nike. They said, okay, cool, Kanye. You've been screaming up and down. We're going to give you a deal for Yeezy, finally. Because they was marginalizing me. Let me only design two shoes over a five-year period. People talking about the Red October. That's the design for three years ago. You know how many ideas I got? And then they say, look, we're going to give you $4 million a year to design this. I said, what about royalties? They said, look, you know, you're not a professional athlete, so you don't get no royalties. I said, look, man, I go I go to any of these arenas and play one on nobody. I'm a performance athlete, and more than being an athlete, <laughs> I'm Walt. I'm like Howard Hughes. I'm like David Stern. I'm like Steve Jobs. If anything, that's a compliment to them. I'm like Michelangelo, because I'm the new version of that. And that's the reason I'm turning it up right now. Now, let's talk about yeah. paparazzi a little bit. Now, yeah. you've been going through it with paparazzi. Mm -hmm. You know you caused all those paparazzi problems yourself, because nobody can make you angry without your consent. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning how to balance. I mean, this this is this is space that I'm in. Like this level of fame and just being like just a black man in America in an interracial relationship with a lot of creative dreams compressed by the idea of what celebrities are supposed to do at all times and getting in trouble all the time on the media just for being true. You know what I'm saying? This is this is like out of space. This is like my first time in space. Think about this. For the most part, when people don't like me, it's because I said the truth. So if I can get in so much trouble for telling the truth, what are you being told all the rest of the time? Give us an example of the truth you told that has gotten you in trouble. George Bush. Beyonce had the best video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we in this together. We are our group. If Beyonce make a dope video, we're all a part of that. If Drake make a dope song, we're all a part of that. It ain't a matter of me having the best thing at this time. It's a matter of us having the best thing. If y'all have a dope interview, I'm a part of that. I came to this radio station for you to attack me, because that's what people want. No, we're we, we not attacking. We have a conversation. Because I don't think yeah. you got no more real niggas in your, in, on your team, yeah. Cause I, and, and I hear it, because I hear the yeah. label people. I say to them, why did y'all let Bound 2 come out? And they was like, well, we can't tell you it's white. You don't need that kind but of But who do you talk to, Kanye, when you, you want to get an honest opinion on something or you need some feedback or you need somebody to check you? Who do you talk to? Talk to God. God tells you to denounce the first black president in his family? I didn't denounce him. You, what did I say? How did I denounce him? What you, I say when exactly? You, when you say things like um, you and Kim are on that level. No, I said we more relevant. Don't nobody care about what Obama wearing. It's not true. Every time Michelle wears something, it's on, it's on, it's in Vogue or something. Yeah. Do you care about Vogue? Do you read that? It's, it's a different audience. You care about, it's, it's, it's you a care different about demographic. the sweatshirt I got on because I know you, you like, man, that sweatshirt hot. It's you a different demographic. <laughs> yeah, that's what you care about. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up next. We're the Breakfast Club. Kanye Kardashian is in the building. Oh man. You also said you don't listen to nobody in these corporations that's older than you. Yeah, but that made no sense to me because we all got a birthday. So one day mm -hmm. you're going to get older. What if somebody has that same train of thought to you? 
I ain't saying they got to listen to me. They got to choose if they want to listen to me. But one thing, an example somebody gave me, they said, I'm wiser than you. I'm this, I'm that. I was like, you ain't cut no check, though. If you older and you wiser, then you should have enough money in a position of power to cut me a check. Before I gave... Money has nothing to do with wisdom, yeah. Come on now. Well, I'm saying when I gave Big Sean any advice, I gave him a deal first. If Big Sean come up and rap for me, and I give him some advice, but I don't give him a deal. At that point, I'm sunning him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, take that advice and go run with. No, we ain't Jewish. We don't got family that got money like that. The rappers became a new family. Dame created a family at Rockefeller and stuff. A family for these young boys from the hood to do a clothing line, to do that, to that. This whole time, he was fighting for Jay. He was up at the label fighting for Jay, and he the one that ended up getting ousted out of it. Right now, I'm in the fashion world fighting for Kim. If we broke up, I would be the one that's looked like as an ass. I would be the Dame of the situation, right. and she would be the Jay of the situation right there. Now, with all I, I, your artists, <laughs> with, with Big Sean and with yeah. Pusha T and with all your artists, yeah. I mean, there's things that I do sometimes that Charlamagne Yee don't like. Are they that open with you if they say, you know what, I didn't like this type of record? Yeah, we heard when Big Sean was up here and he said that he didn't. He said he, it wasn't his favorite album. Jesus was his least favorite album. You dropped him from good for a little minute. No, I ain't never dropped him from good, but I'm going to tell you something. Everybody who make good music, on good music. Drake, on good music. Ross on good music. If you make good music, you on good music. This ain't about no wrestling team. This ain't no about a basketball team. This ain't me putting on a, a jersey for David Stern and going my best and having a Mandingo fight in front of the corporations. This ain't about that. This is about us coming together because we have strength as a people. But it's not just about black people. It's about all people. You know what I'm saying? I just want to give people advice. I inspire Big Sean as much as I inspire Drake. Mm -hmm. You know, and it ain't about the, the, the particular stipulations of my contract to Universal. I don't believe that. Nike present themselves as such a big corporation, right? That you, in your mind, you think Nike is big as Apple almost. To the hood. Nike's only a $26 billion company. Apple's a $600 billion company. They not the same level. Why do you talk yeah. so much about money nowadays, man? I used to look at you as like yeah. a real revolutionary. You know real revolutionaries didn't need money to change the world? Malcolm X wasn't rich. Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't rich. Like, I don't understand why everything is so much about money and, and stuff to you now. Because you need product. You need to own something to have a voice at this point. Because I'm telling you... But you already got them. You don't need to own something to have a voice. Yeah, you had a voice. When you got on stage and you said George Bush don't care about black people, you was using your voice. You don't need money I to have a voice. I could use my voice, but what happened if y'all don't buy no other albums? Then that voice, people gonna say, oh, he like Arsenio Hall, and he was turning up too much, and now you fired. But when you got money, can't nobody fire you. No, you know what makes me buy your albums? The great music you produce. You know what makes me not buy your albums? This new, narcissistic, egotistical personality you got. That's what turns me off. It makes me say, oh, I'm not going to this show. I don't want him, rant. I don't want to buy his records. I'm thinking that your last name is The God, right? Absolutely. So, so anybody that's a God can recognize a God. Jesus, I mean, Jesus can recognize Jesus. I mean, you know, y'all know what it is. It's and God's got to keep other gods on point, too. Keep me on point, brother. When you see him not on his square. Yo, it seems like you're on your square right now, bro. I'm 100% on my square, but I ain't saying I couldn't use no tighten up. I'm that's not saying I'm infallible, that I'm flawless. I'm saying I got a cause. If you are creative and you design the Yeezy 1s and the Yeezy 2s and they say you can't design nothing else, that would be like if I made Jesus Walks and they said I couldn't make late registration. That would be like if, if Drake made his first single and they say he couldn't make another single. That's how they was playing it. And then the point where the Yeezys get such an impact and they say, but you can't even have royalties? But you Calm can do you it on your it? own yeah. with the leather pants, people, with the stuff that you created and started. People say you could do it on your own, but it's in Industries. It's something different to the way these billionaires run the world. 
and we not a part of that. We've only been let in on a communication level. It's a new form of cotton that we all picking. But what I'm trying to tell y'all is ain't none of us free. Ain't none of us billionaires. Billionaires, they don't care. They do whatever's with them. We don't have to be a billionaire to be free. Yeah, stop equating freedom to money, my brother. Where does, where does that mentality come from? It comes... Uh, Why are you equating freedom to money? Money is not what makes us free as people, man. It's companies that have the same company that will allow it to be a song that promotes guns, that promotes guns, promotes guns, connected with the mm -hmm. exact same corporation that promotes privately owned prisons. It's actually the same company. It's Very actually true. slavery Very today. True. You do know yeah. that slavery, slaves mm -hmm. in the 1800s didn't have a choice. You don't have to be in this industry yet. Well, this is my choice. But but see, but you, you got you, you can got unshackle freedom, though. your own chains and go work at Walmart. No, but he has freedom. Like, no, you, you talk about how Walmart. happy you are when you're with your daughter and you're with your fiance. That's yeah. your freedom right there. You don't need none of that money. You don't need why, the leather pants, the Louis, Louis Vuitton, and that. That's your freedom. Fashion. You that, kids, you don't need fashion that to feel said, important. That's what I said last night. I turned up. I'm turning up all and I'm growing. I'm learning because I'm still in shackle. I'm still mentally shaped. I'm, I'm, I'm going to grow from this interview. I've been wait, I've been so excited. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for this interview. Right. I want you to tell me everything that I'm doing wrong in front of everybody so that I can improve that. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Kanye West. Hey, I've never seen no revolutionary do it on a business thing. They've, the revolutionaries that I like are revolutionaries that are connected with the people. It wasn't about corporations, man. And I think, yeah. it's just me, yeah. as a guy that's been a fan of yours for years, and I, I just think that you're too materialistic and too worried about those corporations nowadays, man. No, it ain't materialism at all, and, I, and I'm glad that you keep on, because I think it, it, it's important for me to simplify and repeat. So it's important for you to keep asking this question, because if somebody's sitting down getting their haircut right now. Confused. It's, it's somebody As on their way to work. About you for about a year. Yeah, right now. It's somebody that don't understand and that's the reason why it's important for me to come and for you to ask these questions so people could really understand and really get it because it's such a futuristic way of thinking. You know, if you look at an interview from me from 10 years ago, everybody says, I love that interview. People didn't love it back then, though, because I was speaking to the future. I'm 10 years ahead mentally and I'm trapped in today's time. And every now and then I crack you a smile for 2013. But I'm cracking you a frown for 2023. And I'm focused on what it's going to be. Just mark my words. As I'm Kanye West, you've seen my execution. Did I not become the biggest rock star on the planet? Did I not influence all musicians? Did I not go and get the exact girl that I wanted? Did I not start my family? Did I not ruffle the feathers of two presidents? Did I not get a chance to work with my idol? Did I not make Louis Vuittons? Did people not line up at the Yeezy store? Did I not make the college dropout? Late registration, graduation, 808s, Blueprint 1, Blueprint 3, Watch the Throne, Cruel Summer, and Yeezy if you like it or not. This is like a dream to me. It was a dream for me to come here to have this opportunity to talk to y'all. It was a dream to me to, to be on the radio. I'm still I'm dreaming as much as when I first heard Through the Wire played on the radio. I'm dreaming like that. You know, and I, I, I hear the way people turn onto Blood on Leaves. I hear y'all. I'm going to make some adjustments. You know what I'm saying? I also got my deal, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I also got my deal. I also got my girl. I also got my family. So things are set. Before you really get everything you want, sometimes you got to just you know, shake that cage because they ain't just going to give it to you as you see. All right. I, you know, I, I thought I was going to leave here with some type of understanding. I'm more confused about <laughs> this Kanye guy. Well, it seems like Kanye, <laughs> there's a lot of obstacles in, in his way that he feels like he has to, it seems like you have something to prove. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's cool for you to be confused if anybody else is confused because you should keep questioning until it's proven. It will yeah, be but a I don't want to keep giving you donkey it. today. 
Okay? I don't want to do that. You know what? I don't care. I love it. It it, it brings relevance. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. Whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to do. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter to me. Hate and love are very similar emotion. The opposite of love is you don't care. Does right. it bother you when I call you Kanye Kardashian? Man, I'm going to tell you something. At nighttime... When I go to bed with my girl, I would change my last name. <laughs> there you have yeah. it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Kanye West. We appreciate you for joining us. Charles, man, you definitely going to listen to the album before it come out. I ain't taking no more chances. Next album, <laughs> you flying out to Paris. I'm going to give you, I'm going to apply you on this private jet. It's going to be so like private. It's going to be a coach ticket. You need some but I'm a friend. It's going to be a coach ticket. I don't know. I feel like you got a terrible circle around you. Man. Hey, the, the, I, I got to diss his circle. Hey, now, the thing is, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to come into defense of that, but it's some things I'm going to do that's going to work. It's some things I'm going to do that's not going to work. But I'm telling you, Bruce Springsteen dropped this album called Nebraska. And right after that, he did Born in the USA. This next one, I have a feeling like this next one, because of what we did right now, has to be Born in the USA. Because the thing is, when I was giving y'all what you I wanted with Click, I was getting commercialized a little bit too. Click is a hit, but sound a little bit commercial. So I had to pull it all the way back to put that pressure on y'all so y'all will understand what y'all dealing with because they want to have a top MC list, put me number six. As long as I'm rapping, I'm number one. As long as I'm rapping because of what I'm talking about. New slaves ain't nobody talking about that. People scared of corporations. People scared of what they gonna lose. That was the most fearless lyrics that have happened since P.E. was out. Ain't nobody in this situation to control by materialism turning up like that. But on this next one, we gonna get in the studio and I'm like, get you that coach ticket. Nah, I ain't gonna serve you, man. I ain't gonna serve Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm just joking, man. Middle seat, too. Middle seat. Middle seat. And that, Last row. Yeah, and, oh, that, and that, that hotel room where the bathroom be real close to the, the bar and stuff. To like, show that you're not materialistic. <laughs> hey. Turn over the TV like. <laughs> if I can be the person in the room that tells Jay, look, nah, that ain't it, and get him where he needs to be. Although I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm you're wrong that. too, though. Yeah, sometimes you're wrong too, but. Rarely. We appreciate you, you joining us country. today. Yeah. Kanye West. I love y'all. Thank y'all very much for y'all hate and support. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your day. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people? The positive note of the day is simply this. It's Monday. I know Mondays can be tough, man, but always remember strength grows in the moments when you think you can't go on, but you keep going anyway. The Breakfast Club.